Welcome to Talent Hub Talk. I'm Ben Duncan, and on this podcast, I will be interviewing prominent and inspirational figures from both the local ANZ and global Salesforce Ohio. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed last week's episode where we focused in on the Salesforce hiring managers survey and uh, the results that we had, had I guess, uh, gathered from that. This week, I'm going to be focusing more on the candidate side. So uh, we uh, we received a really high number of responses um, this year, which is amazing. So it's given us some really detailed insight into how different people are thinking. And um, to give some context as well, we, we send um, individual links out to different skill sets. So we cover the kind of broad Salesforce um, job titles um, from kind of admins through to technical architects, including certified technical architects. We cover MuleSoft, Marketing Cloud, Pardot. So we have a really good range of, um, of responses. And my colleague Gemma um, spends a lot of time breaking down those stats and looking at the details and, and then putting together this survey. So really, really interesting insight this year. And um, I think every year is, is uh, interesting, but yeah, really, really excited to go through the details of what we found. So hopefully you, you, you may have checked out the survey already. Um, if you haven't, then, uh, then I recommend checking that out. It's on our website. We'll add a link in the, the show notes. So yeah, here we go, the, the candidate side of the survey. So the first thing that, that really jumps out to me from the survey this year is that only 2% of Salesforce professionals are currently in between roles or immediately available. Now, um, I believe this was 4% last year. So, um, so yeah, it's gone down from 4% being immediately available to 2%. Now, this is why it's so, so difficult for um, companies to attract people on fixed-term contracts, people on short-term contracts. When I say fixed-term contracts, I mean a salaried contract, so similar to a permanent role, but you have an end date. When, when companies come and they're looking for people on these kind of, um, these kind of engagements, I explain, you know, there are very few people that are um, immediately available or on the market ready to start a new role straight away. And it's great to have that stat to back it up now. So 2% of people are in between jobs or um, immediately available for a new role. Across the board, 21% of Salesforce candidates are currently contracting. Now, this is uh, it's interesting because I think I spend a lot of my time, probably more than, more than 20% of my time speaking to Salesforce developers. And I think Salesforce developers, um, uh, I'll cover this later, but that they, a lot of people seem to want to be contractors. Seeing only 21% of people in contract roles currently, I probably expected that to be a bit higher, but I do expect this will grow year on year. And bear in mind that 21% is across the whole market. So, you know, admins, developers, functional consultants, solution architects, MuleSoft, marketing cloud. So yeah, basically one in five people or just over one in five people are currently contracting or, or choose to contract for their current role, which you know, I guess is quite high, um, but but based on the conversation I have daily, um, I would have thought that could have been slightly higher, and I think it will continue to grow. Only 13% of Salesforce professionals are planning to leave their current role in the next six months. So yeah, going to be really hard to attract talent. People seem to be quite happy where they are. Um, only 13% expect to leave in the next six months. So if you're looking to hire, um, you need to bear that in mind and make sure whatever you're looking for um, and, and you're flexible and, and you're, um, yeah, you, you have your selling points of your role, you know what makes you different and you know why someone would choose to work for you because there aren't many people that are going to be moving around. 59% expect to be with their current employer for at least the next 12 months. And it's interesting to see that CTAs seem to be the most committed to their current role with 86% of um, current Salesforce certified technical architects expecting to be with their current company uh, this time next year. 
So um, we've actually seen some movement recently in the CTA space. We've seen um, some some CTAs moving around. It's not that frequent you see CTAs moving, and they seem to be quite embedded in their their businesses. Some are running their own businesses, and they're often in senior positions with their their uh, their their consulting firms or working at Salesforce. And it can be quite difficult to to get people to leave Salesforce because of things like stock options and and the pay. So. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised to see that CTA is the, the market where we're expecting the, the least amount of turnover in the next 12 months. Work-life balance is the most important factor for Salesforce professionals when they're next looking to move between opportunities. So in previous years, candidates have been attracted to, to roles based on um, the fact that there was an interesting project. That, that's always been quite high up the list. But interestingly, 22% this year said that work-life balance was the main reason for accepting their current role. And 39% of people are saying this will be the key factor behind their their next move. So they'll choose the role that gives the best work-life balance. And 39% have said that, which is, uh, yeah, quite high. As per per a previous point, 21% of candidates are currently contracting. But um, but the the data that we have gathered says that 33% of candidates have said that they will prefer to contract when they next move job. So uh, like I said, I expect that number um, to continue growing that 21% every year, I expect to grow higher because there is definitely more of a contract market every year. And um, But it's really interesting to see that 33% of candidates would prefer a contract role over any other um, work type when they next move role. And uh, and the markets with the biggest desire to contract are business analysts and developers, um, which yeah goes back to my point about developers. It, it definitely does seem that um, a good percentage, probably getting close to half, of every uh, every uh, out of every developer uh, conversation I have, half of the developers will be uh, preferring uh, a contract role. Thirty nine percent of candidates would favour working for a private sector end user organisation over any other company type, and Salesforce came second. Um, so twenty two percent of candidates say that they would prefer to work for Salesforce directly over any other company. Um, so when we ask this question, we have things like government, not for profits, um, in there as well. Uh, ISVs as well. And uh, actually, interestingly, this year, 11% of people said they would most like to work for a not-for-profit, which is up um, more than any other year. I think last year was 3%. So that's really interesting. Maybe what everyone's been through over the last couple of years, maybe they want to work for a cause they believe in and and have a tie to to, to doing some good working for a not-for-profit. 27% of Salesforce developers in ANZ are contacted more than nine times per month about new opportunities. Absolutely no surprise to me. I think you know this is definitely the busiest market of all in terms of uh, volume of opportunities, and uh, and yeah, uh, you know, um, over one in four developers are contacted at least nine times per month across all of the skill sets. Fifty-three percent of candidates are contacted at least four times per month about new roles. So you know, it's great to see that the, the market is still buoyant and people are getting actively engaged about new challenges and new opportunities. We uh, this year we asked Salesforce certified technical architects which skill set they feel is most lacking of quality resources in the region, and 29% said that the developer skill set is the the area that we're most lacking in in quality resources. But an equal amount said that we're we're lacking across all skill sets. So I think um, it goes to show that the opinion from certified technical architects is that there's definitely room for for more quality um, candidates, more quality resources in the ANZ Salesforce market. 86% of Salesforce professionals said that they would not move roles unless they were securing a pay rise. So 37% of, of those said that they would be expecting at least a 20% pay rise. 
And uh, quite interesting to know that 76% of candidates in ANZ in the Salesforce market received a pay rise in the last 12 months, with 44% saying that they were able to achieve that pay rise without moving jobs. So um, obviously, companies have been really focusing on retaining their staff um, through these difficult times where there's so much opportunity. So it's interesting to see the 44% achieved a pay rise by staying in their current company and be, being rewarded for, for their good work and, and loyalty. But that's really interesting to know that 37% would want a 20% pay rise or more if they were to move jobs. You know, we've seen salaries go up and up and up, but I do feel that they're getting to a point where they can't continue to rise at the same rate they have been. Um, I was expecting the, the salaries to flatten out a bit. And I, I think we have seen that um, this year, you know, I don't think they've gone backwards, but I don't think they're growing as much as, as they were last year. So, um, so yeah, it's interesting to see that people are expecting such a big pay rise if they're going to move jobs. Last year, we, we really did see a lot of demand in the marketing cloud space. And it was actually um, in our last year's survey, 2021, when we asked um, Salesforce hiring managers, which product or skill set did they expect to see the most growth? Marketing cloud was the answer. And, and I do feel like we saw a lot of growth in that area. But it's really interesting to know that 42% of marketing cloud specialists that responded to the survey have said that they would consider a role outside of the Salesforce ecosystem, which, uh, which I'm really hopeful doesn't kind of eventuate and uh, that they don't follow through on that because it's already hard enough to find good quality um, Salesforce marketing cloud specialists at kind of all levels and all skill sets. 46% of Salesforce developers class themselves at lead level which explains why it's so difficult to find anyone that, that will take a mid-level role. It seems that people go from junior to senior very, very quickly. And only 38% of Salesforce developers would class themselves as a full-stack developer, which is, uh, is surprisingly low based on the conversations I have with developers. I feel that most developers I speak to would, uh, would say that they can do um, you know, front and back end and everything in between. So yeah, I, I think that that has been surprising to see that only 38% would say that they're full stack. 45% of Salesforce administrators would consider themselves to be intermediate level with flows. Now, I think this is, um, it's interesting because I think a lot of people that are coming into the market and, and looking to get their first Salesforce role, it really is a level playing field. If, um, if you can get up to speed with flows quickly, then, um, then yeah, you can really push on and, and, and gain a lot of opportunities because like it says, 45% of Salesforce admins would consider themselves to be intermediate. So there, there aren't that many people out there that would, would um, class themselves to be expert, bearing in mind, obviously, the other options were expert and, uh, and junior. So, you know, I think there, there's a good opportunity for people to, to really focus in on flows and really um, prove themselves and, uh, and, and gain a lot of market um, you know, traction and, uh, and opportunities if they can really now flows and, uh, and catch up with the people that are, are claiming to be intermediate at the moment. We asked CTAs what the biggest benefit of passing the review board for them was, and it was a split between gaining greater credibility in their current organization and then also achieving more influence in the company. So 57% of CTAs have continued to sit further Salesforce certifications out of choice since passing the review board, and others have done so because their company expects them to. Of the non-certified technical architects that actually have a goal of becoming a CTA, 16% think that they can achieve that in the next 12 months. And the others uh, that, that also have the goal of becoming a CTA, 22% feel it could take two or more years. And it was interesting to, to know that only 31% of all of the architects that we surveyed that don't already have the CTA um, certification, um, only 31% said, said that they don't have that as a goal. So it's obviously still a massive um, lure for, for architects. Um, I think there's a, a lot more you know, help out there. You've got companies like Flow Republic, you've got um, study groups as well. 
Um, so yeah, it's really interesting that you know that there is more opportunity to learn and to to collaborate with people globally in in your goal to being a CTA. So it'll be interesting to see how many of those sixteen percent do achieve it this year. And uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully more because obviously the more in the region, the better. Twenty three percent of Salesforce professionals would prefer a fully remote role, which is uh, yeah, again, based on my conversations, I would say you know people do like that hybrid model. Um, which kind of aligns to the fact that 33% would like to go to the office two days a week. I think people do like the option of an office in most cases, um, you know, more more so than than not. There are obviously a, a good number of people that do want to be fully remote. I think if you don't have an office at all as a company, it can be um, yeah a bit off-putting for some candidates who want to go to an office occasionally. You know, we are seeing more and more people wanting that kind of remote remote model, and we're seeing more and more companies kind of opening their requirements up to to ANZ as a whole. You know, Australia, the all of Australia or the all of New Zealand. Um, so yeah, I think we'll see that kind of continue to rise over the years. And uh, a, a nice stat to, to finish off on, um, 71% of Salesforce admins said that the adoption in their current or last role is or was high. So that's great to see because I think adoption has been a big challenge um, for, for companies over the years. Um, but it's great to see that that's going in the right direction and that people um, yeah, feel that adoption levels have been high and 71% um, and, and is, is obviously a decent number. So yeah, some really interesting insight. Um, as I said last week, I'd love to hear your views. I'd love to answer any questions you have or, um, or explore any of the findings in detail with you. So if there are any questions you have, please do reach out and I'd love to discuss. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talent Hub Talk. If you're enjoying the podcast, we'd love it if you could subscribe and also leave a short review. We're keen for this podcast to reach as many people in the Salesforce ecosystem as possible, and your reviews will help us do that.